Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm I'm good, I think. Yeah. You think? Yeah. I'm looking as, forward. As far as you can tell. As far as I can tell. And I look forward to going swimming again soon. Yes. Is that... That's obviously that's a thing that's allowed. Yes, it seems to be. They've they've sent an email yesterday, the pool, um, to say booking is open again from you know the evening because you have you know you have to book it via a, a sort of app so it doesn't get too yes. crowded. And I haven't booked because you can only ever book seven days in advance, and I can't do right. that day. But you know, I look forward to. Um, that's very good. Yeah. That's very That's good. very, very yeah. good. That will make you feel very nice. Yes, exactly. What about you? Well, this week's a bit of a blur mm. because there's so much going on and next week's our symposium. So we're doing oh, all yeah. the final preparation wow. things and mm. tech rehearsal and whatnot yeah. for that. And I can't really believe it's happening <laughs> finally because you know when things when they've been planned for so long, mm. it doesn't seem real when they're actually going to happen. Because yeah. it's just been a notional thing for so long. Yeah. And also because we were originally going to do this in May, so it was kind of part of another schedule, and now it's become this schedule. So it's just, it will be really exciting. Yes. Because I really like all the people involved so much. Mm. And, and it's great because all of the work, like each of us, each of us submitted something which will then go into Archivist Addendum mm. to the first issue of that. And it's been really great to read everyone and see, because it's artworks as well as um, mm. writing, to see all of that coming together. And I think we always get such a rush when we do meetings, like private meetings where it's all mm. of us, because we do get on well and it's all really exciting what everybody's doing and like seeing where there are links between people's work that you hadn't anticipated Mm. so it will be fun and I just hope people like it and that they like the spread over a week thing rather than all in one bunch on one day yeah to me that sounds very good it's just so hard to concentrate for long periods well that's what I think Mm. I that's why we did it over five nights because just you know just the thought for us and we're completely invested in it 100%. Mm. It seemed like too much to try and do all of us in a day. So I think it will be really great fun. And it's it's such a mix of different kinds of people, different kinds of work, mm. that I think that will be great. And Judith has made a film with Roman Kutzmeier, who's one of the other group members, which I haven't seen yet. So that will be really fun. That's That's going to be launched on the night. I can't remember which night she is, maybe Wednesday, I think. Wednesday is Judith and Leanne. And then that day, the the film will go live on the blog as well. Oh, great. Will you... Will you record the sessions? I'm I'm going to attend some, but I can't attend all of them. Yes, we will. Or they'll Mm. all be attended. They'll all be attended. I hope they'll all be attended. But they'll Mm. all be recorded and put on the Courtauld's YouTube. And I think also the London College of Fashion's YouTube. Oh, that's great. Because obviously it's a joint thing between Mm. us. Which is quite weird as well. Mm. But it's exciting. Yeah. Um, And when is the magazine meant to come out? That they haven't given a definite date, but I think about sort of end of January. Oh wow, that's and quite it's going soon. to be 
yeah no and it's going to be really exciting because it's it's like they want it to be a whole new kind of publication Mm -hmm. so it's going to be an archive box with like each piece of work will be represented in a different way so potentially on like different paperweight or like you might get a photograph print for one and then a fold-out poster for another you know they're sort of deciding in relation to what we've produced Mm. what they're going to put in the box so it will be and there'll only be I think 150 copies well copies doesn't sound right because it's a box of things but Mm. you know what I mean yeah so it's going to be a very exciting object in Mm. itself like they've really been thinking carefully about the whole kind of feel and yeah everything Mm. is going to be exciting I think yes in relation to that so yeah that's very very good and I think it will be I think it's like we're all tired because it's the end of term but I think it will be a good pre-Christmas yes hurrah Mm. and I also just thinking of hurrahs I'm not going to tell you what I'm dressing as, but I'm going to dress up. Wow. But not for the symposium, I presume. (laughs) I should have made that clear at the beginning of that statement that I do not intend to dress up at that. But as you know, I do not do costume. I Mm. never do costume. But I'm throwing a Zoom Christmas party for my students and they wanted to have a theme. So I thought, you know, for them, I will do it. Mm. It's, you know... No one else, just for my students. So everyone has to dress up as somebody who is famous between 1920 and 1960, which is the years of our MA course focus. Yeah. So it will be very funny, and I, I can't wait to see what everyone does. Yes. Basically. No, you must take a, sh- a shot when you're all on the screen. Yeah, I, yeah. I will. Mm. I will. Because it's like my eight MA students, three of my PhD students, and then my assistant Olivia and Fran who's the administrator for the fashion interpretations mm. project so there's quite a few of us. yes and we're doing a secret santa wow and we're going to have games Amazing. and so it's all things that i never usually do i know games is our day games I is the one for me games. yeah i know I, I mean i never dress mm. up i never play games but for my students yeah this year of all years they need this Mm. we need this everyone needs this and they're all very lovely and good fun so i think it will be a very good fun event that sounds great is it the week after next or when is that or also next week yeah the week after next Mm. so i'm hoping by that point everyone will be a kind of hysteria pitch of excitement Mm. (laughs) and you know, I've said to them, don't spend money on your costume. You know, it's like what you have in your house plus what you can get in the pound store kind of costume. Mm. So I think it will be very, very funny. That sounds very good. Yeah, I just like the thought of everyone sitting there saying, hmm, who should I be? Yeah, I would find that quite hard. It's a lot of choice. Yeah. There is a lot of choice. Mm. There is a lot of choice. And yeah, we'll have to see what people go yes. for, and I will, I will fill you in Thank once you. that I'll has look, occurred. So that's good. two weeks of of excitement, yes. and then I'll probably have to lie down for a week yeah. after that. Yeah, it's a lot, but yeah. it's good. Um, and I believe we've both been watching the same film. Yes, I've watched it last night. Me um, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you recommended it. 
yeah i learned i learned a lot i don't know what to say i'm i'm a bit uh i'm a bit conflicted about things oh. are you conflicted because this was the helmet newton film. yeah Hmm. So are you conflicted about Helmut himself or conflicted about the film or what do you I've always been a bit conflicted about Helmut Newton and right. I felt watching the film I kept being drawn one way and then the other again and then one way oh, again and then the other again and um I yeah I I love some of his photographs obviously oh. But some I don't like, and I do find this sort of naked, empowered woman thing sometimes doesn't entirely work for me. So, and I found that very interesting how, you know, even in the film, there were these, I thought that was good, that there were these different, people were saying different things. Yes. I mean, not so much, it was more the people who were in the photos themselves saying they felt powerful but also you know obviously safe in the studio and and all that and I guess the other side didn't come up that much apart from Susan Sontag but I felt sort of going backwards and forwards in my head maybe it was more me than the film pulling me backwards and forwards no I mean I think I think it's good really that the film doesn't give you a neat answer because I don't think there is Mm. a neat answer with his work I mean I do really like his work not all of it but I do really like it and I do I think I think it was Isabella Rossellini who I mean is the best fantastic goddess and divine um but I think she was right that I do think what his work expresses is that pull within kind of straight men of being incredibly attracted to strong beautiful sexually aware women but then kind of hating the woman for making them vulnerable mm. yeah that was in really that, that was a really think, interesting explanation i think yeah. that's really the crux of a lot of what goes on in mm. society and i think it's also it kept making me think of freud for very obvious reasons and how when i read freud i always think oh my god this is just such a male point of view a white mm. male straight man's point of view that doesn't in any way consider what a woman's point of view is and that's what I I know that's a very obvious and old thing to say but it kept making me think of that and what I feel with the Newton photographs is he's he's aware of that he's showing you that and quite often I think his best photographs there's humor about that true and I I feel like it's good to have that in the world do you know what I mean that we kind of Cause, because what I was also, because I was talking, Adrian watched it with me, we were talking afterwards, and I was saying, what makes it easier for me that, I mean, because I don't mind the women being naked, I think that's super, but it's how they're presented naked, but also, in many ways, I prefer his work that just shows you really sexy, amazing-looking, powerful women than other photographers who I won't name for example, in the 60s, where they're kind of making them the models look like little little girls and there's such clear sexual tension that they mm. want to have sex with that model. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because with him, mm. with him, maybe he did want to have sex with the models. I don't know. But it's more like a kind of... not Academic exercise sounds too cold, but it's like it's, an int- it's, like it's him wanting to 
make material something in his mind. Do you know what I mean? More than him thinking, "Wow, what a gorgeous woman! I'm going to mm. do this." Yeah, yeah. I'm. I. I. That, that. I get that. I think. I think that. And what you said, yeah, about Ossolini, that it's more maybe a lot about him or men in general. Like you say, I mean, I'm, I think I was sort of thinking. And I'm not sure that appears, it probably appears in the film and I just didn't miss it. And I hope it is his, but the the model who is actually in the dress and she sits sort of wide-legged like a man. Yeah, that's, I, that wasn't in it, I don't mm. think. Or if it was, it was only, because that's one of the best, I think. I love that. It's amazing. Yeah. And I, I obviously, I kept thinking about that yesterday. I obviously, I do have a thing about the nakedness. I'm not totally... I like the once more when the women aren't naked, which are not that many, no. I guess. Or, no, I mean, I do too. And, and I'm I not sure. That... I kept thinking, why is that? You know, why, yeah. why is that? Why is, what's my problem? And I, I just haven't quite figured it out yet. Um, I mean, I like, I prefer the ones with clothes because clothes, obviously. <laughs> yes. um, and I actually felt that was something that could have been explored in more depth is is the way he showed clothes because I think there's something very yes. interesting and beautiful true. about like he's like there was no comment on That's his opinion true. about fashion mm. at all or because like Anna Winter said some interesting things but some of it was a bit bland I felt what she said and it was I thought it was very kind of like well I didn't agree when she said she, he was lucky he was at the same time as like Oh, it's um, Lagerfeld Lager and Isabel. And I thought, mm. no, it's not luck. It's that no. they're coming out of the same culture. I know they're very different and they're younger than him, but it's that they're all, in different ways, scarred by war experience. You know, post mm. or do you know what I mean? They're yes. all coming out of and that. Displaced. They're all yes, they're all displaced and kind of outside. Yeah, kind of outsiders, and they're all. Yeah, they're all sort of expressing it through an interest in women and and fashion. And I think it's really complex and it is about historical contexts and sexuality and gender and all these things. It's not just, oh, la la, how exciting that they happen to be at the same time. I think it's so much more mm. than that. And I think it's really interesting to situate, because I think his best work is from the 70s. There's like some in the 80s as well, but I think... The time when he's most exciting and dramatic and different is the 70s. Because yeah. there's that amazing spread of all black models and they're protesting in the streets of Paris. And I just thought, oh my God, please show that one because that's incredible. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe that would have been... I know a film can't do everything and no, of course. that wasn't the slant, but I guess it didn't put things into context that much in a way. It did around his growing up but then yeah. once he becomes a photographer yeah once he becomes a fashion photographer it sort of almost stops the context um, well i wondered whether they couldn't get the rights to the eva photographs because i think i think if you see eva's work you understand his work in such a different way mm. because she's this young Berlin woman living the life of a young Berlin woman at that period and her photographs I think they only showed maybe one or two. yeah I very few but I think so it mainly of her fantastic. of her not her photos maybe. oh that's true yeah because mm. those ones 
where she photographs the stockings, yes. the stockings adverts, are mm. incredible. And there's so much from a female perspective. Yeah. Because I'm always, I really don't like it when people are just like, this person is this thing, and therefore they their work must reflect that. But I think with her, there's a real feminine sensibility in a really positive way of like being aware of sexual allure, being aware of kind of the tactile experience of dress on the body. And I think that really comes out in his work so much. That's true. Mm. I think he, you know, whatever his statements on fashion might or might not have been, there's such awareness of like the way clothing frames the body of like the touch of the fabric against the skin. And and I think that really comes from Eva or was understood through his work within Eva. I mean, it was because, so I suppose, I I think it's most interesting thinking about him in that kind of dislocation of Germany between the wars and then, you know, having to leave Germany in 38. Mm. Because I think you can see, you know, definitely Eva, but you can also, I mean, they mentioned like George Gross, but I think you can also see even like Hannah Hoch and that fragmented, exaggerated, critique of capitalism in her work mm. and like chopped up bodies and, and or the, the chicken jewelry yes pose. exactly so hannah Hoff. Yeah. and and also mm. i think hans belmer this kind of obsession True. with with women as Limbs. dolls and are they yeah. alive or are they dead is really fascinating and then i think he's interesting in the 70s context to think of him yeah yes with lagerfeld and saint laurent obviously but also with, you know, like they said, they mentioned Robert Maffle, so I thought really, really need to connect him. But even with punk, of this kind of, it's almost like a post-war, it's like a mix of violence and beauty, I think, that's very particular to the 70s. Yeah. That's kind of a reaction of the generation who didn't fight in the war, but are like the children of. Yeah, the word just, when you were talking, I was just, the word that came into my mind was defiance. Yes. And I think a lot of the people in the photos, the women, brings to mind. Um, and it's very interesting what you say about him then not really talking about the clothes at all. I know. that, Like, the whole time I kept thinking, oh, I can't wait for the fashion bit. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't mm. really the fashion bit. It was as though having Anna Winter is the fashion But then, yeah. And, um, and no one even, you know, I think Marianne Faithful, she mentions her leather jacket. Yes. But not... Not even any of the people wearing. No, it's true because it's mm. because he is so cinematic and narrative. Yeah, and that's true. That was another. So big... I think people get that was the side they were more interested in yeah. in the film, which is really fantastic and really interesting, and is kind of what I've written about when I did like my fashion noir stuff. Mm. Um, oh, true. Yeah. With, mm. with that, but mm. I did. I did really like it that you had the models because that's something that really annoys me. With some, I mean, obviously, I am a feminist. Of course, I am. But some feminist commentary on his work annoys me because it discounts the model completely. And obviously, there are problems about subject-object in the whole artist and sitter relationship. But really good models are such amazing performers. Mm. And you know, at least two of the women who who modelled for him mentioned things about him creating this space in which they could both fantasize yeah. and become something else and that's what a great fashion photograph is it's when there's a collaboration rather than photographers who just bring the girl in and mm. 
you know, there's some depth of connection and it may not be a spoken connection, but it's there. And I think that's, I really don't like the kind of just erasure of models as sentient beings and the erasure of models as having any agency. Because clearly there are situations where they don't, but, you know, there are in any job that a woman has, there are times when women are treated extremely badly and given zero agency. But just assuming because a model is a, you know, idealized beauty that mm. she has nothing else is very sorry i'm getting very annoyed <laughs> i don't like but you know it, I, but anyway short long story short i liked it that the models were there yeah no i really liked that that was very good and they were all so fascinating yes talking about working with him and mm. also saying like it was interesting that nadia alman said i didn't feel comfortable to do nude shots and then later yeah. i did so it's mm. like that was interesting yeah and charlotte rampling um, I thought that so amazing. That was so that was, interesting. And those photos, they're so beautiful. Oh my god, they're so mm. amazing. So amazing. I didn't know the German actress. Is she very famous? Yes, uh, Hannah Shigula. Oh, oh yeah, she's in Fassbinder films. She's in a lot of oh, Fassbinder wow. films. Oh yeah, she. Know, lo- I don't you really would. Know yeah, she looked quite different. Well, in the in the shot where she's talking about her arm hair. Um, that's so th- yeah, funny. that's how she. Yeah, that's her more like in the Fassbinder years. Um, wow. Yeah. Because that was so funny, wasn't it? Because it's so funny which were the ones that were protested. Yes. And that one, it's so funny how offensive body hair. I mean, not quite so much now, but how just troubled people have been with women having body hair. Yes. And the fact that for Helmut Newton, it was nothing. And it was, in fact, exciting yes. and good that she did. I mean, the ones where he completely loses me are um, Grace Jones with Chains. Yeah. That I cannot defend in any no, way. No. And I think, I mean, because she's so amazing and so powerful. And it's interesting because clearly within the context of the the shoot, she felt fine with all of that. Mm. And for her, it seems like it was in the context of bondage, and BDSM, yeah. so that was its context. But it's, no, you yeah. can't put an image of a black woman, whoever that woman is, in chains by a white man. No, I thought that I was actually, I was I was going, <gasps> when I saw, I didn't, too, I hadn't. Me because I've never seen No, those. me neither. Was it, were they, I wasn't quite clear whether the outcry was in Stern magazine or whether that's where they'd been published and then there was outcry there. I think, uh, yeah, Stern used to have a lot of, it was in, in on their cover by the looks of it. Right. And that doesn't surprise me. Oh, really? Were they kind of deliberately controversial? Yeah, about? they had, from what I remember, because we, we had that at home, that magazine, oh. Um, it was often sort of, I don't know, I think naked women or half-naked featured quite a bit. I might misremember. Oh. I mean, not quite, you know, this is on a totally, you know, it's not the nakedness that's the issue. Um, oh, no, no. But, yeah, and they often had sort of, they liked a bit of a scandal, you know. Right. They're, they're that you probably know that their magazine with the Hitler diaries and then turned out yes, to be fake. And, and um, but they also published, I think, Christiana F's diaries first. Um, oh. So you know, it's it. It used to be a quite a good. I don't know about now. It used to be they had sometimes had sort of these. Are they called coops? No. What are they called? When or oh, scoops? Isn't it? I like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when, so journalistic sort of people found out amazing stuff sometimes. Mm, mm. So, uh, But they also like to shock, I think. Right. Um, 
yeah, there obviously went totally wrong. And it's also, it's that aspect of intersectionality that black women get caught on the point of the triangle, if you know what I mean, mm. of, of being, being black and a woman in a white-dominated yes. society, being photographed by a white man. Yes. It, yeah, that is just unconscionable. And, and I suppose it's also how do you then read the rest of his work when you've seen that one? Yeah. Do you kind of just not ignore that one but kind of put that in a box over there where yeah. he made a mistake? Do you know what I mean? Because it's as though... I mean, who knows what he thought he was trying to do? And it's because I think it's like it's the photographer's intent, but it's also then the cultural reading. But, you know, as an artist, you need to be aware of the culture you live in. You can't just produce and think. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. have to know what's, what the world is. And also where it's go- going, what it was for. Yes. Mm. Yes. Because if it's going to a magazine that enjoys controversy, what's the controversy you think you're... Mm creating and and who are you exploiting or using i mean it was good that they didn't omit that yeah it was it was i thought that was good i think you know i really found it fascinating the film in that i think it was great the people they interviewed it was really great that it focused so much on the women who were in the photographs more than like talking heads yes and also you know, hearing him unfiltered and yes. also saying sometimes think where I, you know, I thought, oh, my God. But, you know, it was um, good that he, I thought it was good to hear, yeah, rel- relatively unfiltered it, yes. it seemed. Mm. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think he is hugely problematic, but I think I think our culture is hugely problematic. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I feel like he, and, and I suppose what I like about his work is he doesn't try and pretend it's anything else yeah that he engages with the problems and i think there is real humor in a lot of his work that people often completely ignore that does at least slightly alter the way you should read it Mm. but i do think as is the case far too often that you know the images of black women that specific shoot is just no no absolutely not and yeah I mean I it's interesting there's one of my lovely former MAs Maya has just started working at Hamilton's gallery in London mm-hmm. and there's a Helmut Newton exhibition on there right now um we should try and go and see yeah. it yeah that um, be good. because it's on until the 8th of January mm. obviously it's shut right now I don't know mm. what tier two means in relation to galleries mm. but hopefully we can get to go and see it because it would be really interesting to see them on the wall i mean obviously we've seen them in other exhibitions but i think they've got a really you know amazing selection i think there are ones that you know very well but also some less familiar ones so it would be interesting to go have a look yeah no i'd love to do that that sounds a great thing to do i think galleries can open so um, oh great yeah Okay, well, we okay. must definitely do that. I'll yeah. talk to Maya to see if there's a day she's in as well. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Oh, well, that's very good. Yeah, that's very good. So Okay, um, so I think we've remained... You're more ambivalent than me, but ambivalent. Yeah. We've but thought I'm... about context in, in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. And we've reinforced our love for Isabella Rossellini, which is yeah. always a good thing. And and of course, our love for Grace Jones. Yes. Let's not just leave no, her no, in no, that no. one image, because she is 
yeah she was one of the most mm. amazing women in the world and thank you grace for wearing a lion yeah that was so amazing oh my god yeah she's just yes she's incredible well i think that's it that's it that's grace it. jones isabella rossellini okay over and out over and out over and out bye next week bye, bye.